Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest today, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and also a self-care tip that I'm incorporating, which on the podcast today, we talk a lot about self-care. So I'm really excited for you to hear more about who my guest is and how we deep dive into that. So my marketing tip of the week what has come up a lot for me and my clients? So recently there's been a discussion about closed captions and closed captions are captions that you see under a video when they go live under content, on any channels, um, whatever you're doing. So I have mixed feelings about closed captions. I think they are super valuable when it's a teaser video because I think people will actually watch it. I do think when the video is longer than two minutes, if not a minute and a half longer, I don't think the attention span is there as much. I mean, listen, everybody has their own opinion. I'm just sharing my opinion and what's worked for myself and my clients. I think you can also create videos where you can add in like sliding words to make the video more exciting. But overall, my advice is is less is more and every person's different. So it's really important to track what videos do well with closed captions and what don't because what might work for me might not work for you and vice versa. So I want to talk about that today. My second tip of the day, self-care, is going to be all about, I really have been meditating every morning for five or 10 minutes, and I can't tell you how much it sets myself up for success for the day. I, for a while, kept pushing meditation to the side, and I cannot share more how much my mindset and my day has shifted since I make that extra five to 10 minutes of my time purely to meditation. So really think about it to set yourself up for success. You can thank me later on that. So now I want to talk about my amazing and inspiring guest today. We have the fabulous Dawn Reby, who is the founder of Excellence in Analytics Consulting. She is so amazing and doing so many amazing things for the law enforcement world, um, for people in EMS, fire, police. Like She's really, really allowing them to incorporate more wellness into their lives because when you're on set we'll call it set. Um, when you're on the job, you're playing this role all day and it's so hard to separate and really do self-care like because they're saving us at the end of the day, right? So what are they doing to nourish themselves? So Dawn and I talk all about that today. We talk a little bit more about what she's up to, her newest ventures, and so much more. So stay tuned for the amazing Dawn Reby. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. I'm so excited to be here with the amazing Dawn Reby, the founder of Excellence in Analytics. She's doing such amazing things for police, EMS, all people in fire, all the things, right, Dawn? So I'm so excited to have you today. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Jackie, for having me here. And thank you for everything that you're doing to serve this this awesome community. I appreciate you. Of course. And congrats on your awesome nomination. You are really a rising entrepreneur in such a unique market. So can we talk more about like what excellence in analytics means and how it came about? 
Sure. So excellence in analytics originally came about because I saw this uh, crazy imbalance, right, with work and life harmony, specifically with the law enforcement community and, and not the frontline staff necessarily, but really the leaders, the analysts, the dispatchers, the kind of behind the scenes folks who are often not included in a lot of the wellness initiatives. So my, my background's in analytics. So that's where I spent a lot of my time over, gosh, tw- almost 24 years now, 23 years now. So yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I was around them all the time. And I myself had challenges with work-life harmony, you know, leaving the analytical component of law enforcement at work, being excellent at it there, and then coming home and being excellent in my home life too. So, you know, so I traveled throughout the country teaching all these analytical capacity strategies and kept on seeing the same thing over and over and over, burnout, retirement early, you know, disease, illness, overweight, obesity, like all these physical and emotional challenges faced the law enforcement fire EMS community. I'm like, we got to do something about this. We have to change this. And so we created excellence in analytics, which is really an attempt to grab people with the industry, with the analytical component, and then give them what they needed, which is the wellness component. (laughs) So also you went through a health issue yourself, which is also what intrigued you. Can you talk about that too? Yeah, I actually, you know, went through a couple of health issues. One of them is I actually developed adrenal fatigue. I was just literally working all of the time. I was 18 years old when I had my daughter, my first daughter. And so it was all about, you know, going, getting ahead, working, working harder and harder and harder. And so I always had multiple jobs, a full-time job, you know, a part-time job teaching at a college, another part-time job, you know, flying throughout the country, uh, teaching, you know, law enforcement communities. And so eventually I just, I literally went splat. <laughs> I had adrenal fatigue and ended up, you know, having some stomach issues and some other challenges. And they're just like, you gotta slow down. But that word wasn't part of my culture. That, that phrase wasn't part of my culture. There was no slowing down. There is no slowing down in law enforcement analytics, in single momhood, in any of those things. So I really struggled with how do I create that harmony in my own life? So it started off with, with some of the medical issues and, you know, breaking my back at one point, it was all kinds of fun things going on. And we say I, when it rains, it pours, right? Like that's literally a phrase. Like Exactly. Yeah. And I really had to buckle down and figure out, okay, how can I be crazy, amazing, successful at work? I mean, I was rising in the industry and how can I also live a life that I adore and love? And uh, so, so yeah, that's kind of where it was birthed. <laughs> love it. And also too, like you are in such a male dominated industry. Mm-hmm. So like as a woman, like, would you be open to sharing like that work life concept mm-hmm. um, and how, cause I know more and more women now are transitioning into this industry, but talk about that because you were in it when it wasn't as much of a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I started my career as a civilian in law enforcement in the nineties. So a very long time ago and it is male dominated and I have seen a lot of women rise. So you have that male, female piece, but you also have the civilian in sworn piece, right? So you have these collection of civilians and then they're, if they're women, right. Even like a double hitter, right. Trying to prove themselves in the law enforcement environment that, that proving that they can provide value. Um, And that was me, right? I was really wanting to provide value and anything that wasn't perfection, I couldn't let anybody see because that would give them permission to say, eh, 
she's just this, or she's just that. So, you know, I saw a lot of women officers and uh, this one captain who really sticks out, who was just poised and amazing female captain. You know, I saw so many women in general, just hiding behind masks and hiding behind these ideas that they had to be perfect. And I did the exact same thing. I hid behind my mask and I put my face forward in my career and sat at this round table of all sworn males. So it was the only female other than the secretary at, at one place, right? The person taking notes. Totally. And, and so I felt like I had to just be so perfect. So in the meantime, I had all this chaos going on in my home life, right? <laughs> so I was in a, a relationship that was extremely unhealthy, but I couldn't really say anything to anybody because I was like, no, they're going to see me as, oh, we knew it. She's this female civilian and she belongs like at the front desk or whatever. Not that there's anything challenging. Well, but totally. Like, but it, the concept, right. We're just talking about concepts here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, so seeing the shift and there has been a shift in, in the culture, especially over the last two years with COVID and, and some wellness strategies that we've seen at the national level, but truly it's been years and years and years of having to hide behind that mask and, you know, not reveal anything that could potentially make someone say her, you know, her work product, her value is not um, up to par. It's a standard, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. So it's quite a struggle. I'm sure. And that also probably intrigued you to start your own thing. Cause you're like, I can create a niche for people, male and female that can get help. Right. Which is so awesome. So can you talk more about like the people that come in? So obviously they're fire, they're EMS, they're policemen and like what that looks like when they do a program with you. Yeah. So, so we have like kind of three components of the program. And so we have a, a section of it for the leaders, right? Because they face very different challenges than some of the other folks. So we have a, a group program and a one-on-one coaching program for leaders in law enforcement particularly those who are looking to build analytical capacity at their agencies, right? They want to work smarter and not harder. Don't we all. Don't we all. Exactly. So we teach them the infrastructure. We teach them, we help design the policies and procedures and all that fun stuff for them. And then we have the one-on-one component of that leadership coaching that is really about them, their core values, who they want to be, what kind of culture they want to create and create a community that can really support them in that process. So because our background is in analytics, we also have a component for the analysts. It's very similar to the leadership piece, except it has issues, you know, it addresses issues specifically related to the analysts. I mean, these are people, I mean, we forget, I want to just take a moment, Jackie, and just share with you who these people are, right? So, you know, you have these analysts who they're behind the scenes. They might have a bunch of computer screens in front of them, like Garcia from Criminal Minds, right? <laughs> so they have a bunch of computer screens, or maybe they're reading reports every day. Their job is to find patterns and trends in crime and in crash data, you know, and offer solutions to policing, right? So these are people who are reading about rapes, connecting murders, connecting robbery series, connecting burglary series, and detaching themselves, right, from the events that they're reading in a way that's analytical, in a way that they can provide solutions. And so what I often see happening is these guys are so, and and females and males are so committed to the cause and providing value that they often take 
such poor care of themselves. So we, we address those issues as well. So really helping them, you know, build their skills, but really ensuring that they are the most quality people holistically, that they love their lives at home, that they're taking good care of themselves, that they have fitness and wellness and health goals, and that they're excellent analysts. So we have served the leaders, we serve the analysts, and then the folks, kind of this other core group of people that we serve are, are those who are just seeking wellness. The reality is when you work in law enforcement, fire, and EMS, your wellness looks very different than the wellness of the ordinary person. We're training our people, our frontline officers, our analysts, our chiefs, you know, to really go to the fire, like literally. Jackie, go away. (laughs) Police, go to the fire. Right. And so, you know, so we're training them to go into these chaotic environments and still walk away with this idea that, are you okay? Yep, good. Move on to the next one, right? Not healthy. Your cortisol levels are jacked. Your adrenaline is jacked. And you end up fighting at home. You end up maybe turning to to drinking or other recreational (laughs) drugs. And, um, and then you're just not well, you know, you grab a snicker bar to stay awake at night, you know, so you're just not well. So their wellness is very different than, you know, me saying, Hey, Jackie, you need eight hours of sleep. Right. Well, I was going to say like most of them work reverse hours, don't they? A lot of folks. Yeah. A lot of folks in this industry, including the civilians will get called either they work it or they might get a call at two in the morning and say, Hey, there's. There's a robbery um, taking place right now. We need you in for, you know, a real-time analysis kind of thing. So, you know, there's, it's a wonderful, wonderful career. It's a wonderful contribution. And these are wonderful people, but we have to really make sure that they allow their masks to go down without, without being stigmatized, right. Without kind of having like a, oh, she's all messed up. (laughs) Right. And I think too, like, just to touch upon this, like you help them find themselves because they put on this role and character that they need to do. But then like when they come home, who are they? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think like even in any industry, like even actors, right. Like you forget like who you are when you come home because you're, you're assigned a role and you play it. And then you come home and it's like, oh, but I'm not that person anymore. Like, what do I do with my life? Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, it is really important to, to recognize that, you know, really what it's okay for a fire chief, for a a police chief, for an EMS staff, for an analyst, a dispatcher, it's okay to say, what do I want my life to look like? Like, what do I really want it to look like outside of the constraints of like government design? What do I want my life to look like? And how can I you know, engineer that environment, engineer that thinking to really create the life that I I desire. It's possible. I've done it. And many, many people in our programs have found crazy success. They went from stressed out, chaotic lives to joyous ease, you know, um, calmness, um, commitment, still commitment and loyalty and all the great qualities that we need in law enforcement and similar, right? but they're happier. They're like happier in life. And it's awesome to see them grow in that way. I'm sure that must be like the most rewarding part of your job, right? Like to see like them transform into like who they want to become, which is so cool. Yeah. It's amazing. I know you're like launching this new book in October. So I totally want to talk about that. And then would you be so like open, you don't have to share names, but like a success story that really stood out to you. 
Yeah. So thank you, Jackie. We are launching our book October 21st from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, We're going to be going live. We're going to be sharing lots of giveaways and fun stuff. The book will be at, you know, a nice little rate during that 1 to 3 p.m. time period on October 21st. So really excited about that. We have a great team of people working together to get it out there, you know, and so the book is really it's really this particular book. So we're working on a second one, but this particular book is really for the analysts themselves, the military analysts, the fire analysts, the people who are working behind the scenes to help them understand some of the technical skills that they need. That's only one chapter. The rest of the book is all about that work-life integration piece. And, uh, and I can't be more excited and proud of the work that our team has done to put it all together. It's, it's a phenomenal resource inspiring like heck. And uh, it touches my heart deeply. And how long did it take you to do the book? So I started writing the book when I didn't even know I was writing a book, but I started just like taking all these notes like years ago. And we built out the program for the analysts a little over two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago. And so we had all this material, we had all these you know beautiful things, and I just was halted there. And so one day, a very special person said to me, where's your book? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he says, a person like you has a book. I love it. You got all this stuff and why is it not out there? And so I'm very thankful for him. And immediately I booked a a publisher and off we went. And so I'm really excited. That's super exciting. And then when is the second one going to come out? Oh, goodness. Well, we don't have a date on that one. We don't have an official start date either. I'm just compiling everything. I mean, the fact that you're even like on to the next one is very impressive. I just have to One chapter is written already and, (laughs) and we have the materials. We just have to kind of figure out the, you know, the the order of them all and how it's all going to work. Totally. So can you share before we play game time and stuff like that, how people can work with you and get in touch with you, like share the different options that you said one-on-one earlier, the group coaching. Can you talk more about those? Yeah. So all of our programs are really designed to have multiple components. So whether you're a leader, an analyst, or a regular person, you know, desiring some of this, this kind of work, maybe you're not an analyst, maybe you're a dispatcher or something like that, right? Each program is is pretty similar in its structure. So basically it's one-on-one coaching. All of the leaders get one-on-one coaching from me. And we have a team of people who coach um, some of the folks in the analyst program. And so in a call and we walk through, you know, the specific goals that we've helped you design and and ensure that you're really achieving those goals. Then there's the group component of each of the programs as well, because we value leadership of self, that's a huge component, this wellness, this creating margin, putting yourself first, leadership of self piece. You know, we have sessions once a week where folks can come to and really listen to some of the challenges, listen to some of the solutions relative to taking really good care of yourself in the workforce, outside of the workforce and so forth. So there's the group component of it all. We have a group component specifically just for leaders. That's a little bit separate, but really those are the two big keys. Each group has their own curriculum that they work through. So it's, I mean, my my background is also in writing curriculum nationally certified curriculum. So I'm all about getting you from point A to point Z as quickly as possible. So the curriculum really moves people through that very, very well. But it's really that combination of, you know, taking bits and pieces of what's available and designing these customized plans for these superheroes, uh, ensuring that they succeed. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And you have a team of six now, right? Yes, yes. I know you're like super, super fond of them. So you just want to give them a shout out because I'm sure they will listen to this. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. So we have 
five other people other than me, uh, Annie Mitchell. She's just a credible, incredible industry leader. And she's part of our leadership program. She helps. We have ask Annie once a month with her. So she, you know, she's a great part of our team and she helps coach some of the leadership folks as well, since she has so much experience in leading large teams of analysts, like a hundred or more analysts. And then we have our coaches, we have Rhea Gersten-Korn and Jen Koner, who are our amazing coaches in the analyst program. They both have been through the program, which is even more phenomenal. Uh, and they are also just great, beautiful people. I love that they are part of our team. So innovative and, and encouraging. And they really keep me on my toes. And then we have Michelle, who she does all the background work, our um all the background stuff, really <laughs> all the technical stuff. She's, she's that woman and she's as sweet as pie. And I just love her. She's from Texas. So it's, it's real fun to work with her. And then of course, Caroline's our engagement specialist and she knows all things, social media. She's amazing. Her attitude, her energy is just infectious. And, you know, without this team, nothing is possible. And so I thank you for asking that question because honestly, I'm a one person, I I've been a one person contractor since 2011 and you only get so far when you have the right people on the bus, it explodes. And I truly think that the impact that we are making now is a result of this particular team that we have right now. So amazing. That's so inspiring. I love it. Thank you for sharing. Okay. So we're going to talk about fun facts about Dawn, but first share how people can get in touch with you. And then we'll talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we our website, excellenceandanalytics.com. And we also have a list of success stories on there too. I, I know you had asked about that with some great stories, great videos of, of other people who found success. And uh, Facebook, we have a group called Tribe of Excellence. That's our free Facebook community where, you know, we have about 1200 people in there right now who, um, you know, come together every, every week we come together and deliver some content to them relative, you know, we have speakers come in talking about leadership, analytics, wellness, all of it, high performance kind of things. It's very, very fun. So that's a a great place. That's the tribe of excellence, Facebook community, of course, email, and I can send you a list of everything if you need. So we can make sure your, your community gets that. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay, so let's talk about fun facts about Donnie. You kind of shared a little earlier. Yeah. Okay, so you were in law enforcement for 24 years now, right? So well, how did you <laughs> how did you even fall into that world, just out of curiosity? So I thought I was going to be in the FBI when I was in high school. I was like, I want to be a, in this group called VICAP. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be in VICAP. Like I knew I wanted something in this arena. And then I got pregnant uh, in my sophomore year in college. And I, I couldn't go to VICAP because you have to study for three months in Quantico, right? And so I was like, what am I going to do? An internship came up under Commissioner Ed Davis, who's phenomenal, in Lowell, Massachusetts. It was 32 hours a week, unpaid. <laughs> and so I, I was like, I'll take it. And so it's really started this this idea. I didn't even know this existed. And so I loved it. So I'm I'm super thankful for them. And they ended up hiring me on afterwards. Uh, So they were just a a great group of people. And so how long were you doing that many hours a week? It was a three month regular semester. So it was 32 hours plus a class at night to like debrief on Wednesday nights. Wow. <laughs> plus I had a baby and another job. So it was, right. it was pretty wild. It was pretty wild. They were so good to me because at the time you needed a master's degree to be uh, a criminal analyst. And I didn't have mine, but they said, if you get it in the next year, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to hire you. And I booked it and got it. And, uh, and, and that was that, that was the end of it. I mean, freaking awesome, Don. Very impressive. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
we wonder like when we're younger, how we can do all of that. And then we're like, you know what? The drive is just so different at that point. Like you just figure it out. Right. Like do you do so crazy. Wonderful. Love it. Okay. So you're also a mommy of two girls, right? Yep. I sure okay. do. Can you share about them? So I'll, I'll tell you, my older daughter is turning 25. Oh my Lord. In a couple Time of Time flies, huh? Time <laughs> flies. Yep. And she's amazing. She works in Boston. Um, she's just a, a wonderful human, uh, very spiritual, very connected. And I'm very lucky to have her in my life as a friend, as a daughter and everything in between. And then my second one is the little one, um, Ella, and she's 10 and she's just this fun, free spirited little happy ball. And she, um, she loves basketball and, uh, and being silly. And, and she's just a wonderful human too. And she's a big mom cheerleader. She came to your shoot with me. She did. Right? She that came was to the so photo shoot. cute. That was so cute. I love <laughs> yes, this. She's, yes. She's a true supporter of mom. I think that's like the cutest thing ever. <laughs> yes. So like, it's funny. It's yeah, funny. I'll, I'll be on some of these, um, you know, virtual trainings and virtual coaching calls and she'll, she'll hear some of the stuff and she'll come down and she'll imitate it. Right. <laughs> she's just like, Welcome, welcome. Here we are. Tribe of Excellence, Facebook community that, you know, <laughs> that's adorable. She's like prepping for her future of entrepreneurship. That's adorable. Yes. <laughs> and she actually designed our wellness, our wellness Wednesday post for this week, which she, she took it on. She took it on. She developed a PowerPoint presentation, my 10 year old, and we made it into a movie of how to take good care of yourself. So it's like a minute Maybe it's, maybe it's like 10 seconds long actually, but it's really fun. So I love, that I love that is adorable. I love that like incorporation too, that she like wants to be involved. I think that's amazing. So what's a day in the life of Dawn? And then we're going to play game time. <laughs> day in the life of Dawn. Well, I go to bed pretty uh, sometimes early, <laughs> but so I what's early. What is early? Like, let's mm, be that's a good question. So <laughs> I would say what I want to go to bed, is probably like nine 30. What I often go to bed is probably 10, 10 to 10 30. So I think that's still kind of early. I, right? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe cause I'm pregnant. I'm going to sleep so early right now that like nothing. Really <laughs> anymore, so. But I am an early bird. I love taking advantage of the quiet of the morning. I wake up, I do my yoga, power yoga. The goal is to get upside down on those paddle boards. Right. Love um, it. And I plow right in. I plug right in. I usually have a seven o'clock session after, you know, after yoga with, with some clients, um, maybe some one-on-one coaching uh, or some group coaching, depending on what, what day it is, um, create co- content creation for a big chunk of the day. And then I also still teach on a lot of federal levels. So different contracts, a lot of them are virtual right now in COVID, but sometimes it could mean traveling out. So I'll sit for the day and I'll teach the international groups and I'll teach the uh, local groups and I'll teach all kinds of fun stuff and get my feet planted on the earth at some point and get outside and uh, soak up some sun and enjoy. Yeah. I love it. I know you're a huge nature buff too. That's awesome. I love that about you. I always love your photos of the beautiful views you always post. They're so nice. It's so beautiful, Jackie, to really just be connected in nature, be calm. Um, it's one of the strategies that work very well for me, uh, just to take my shoes off and put them on the ground and just like, look at the vast beauty of everything. It's definitely something that's meaningful for me. Love it. That sounds like a super effective day with a, with a lot of relaxation, which is ideal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So let's play game time. So what is, right, Dawn, there's no it. like rush with how fast you have to answer this. So okay. what is Dawn's favorite food? So I'm super into health and nutrition. I'm really into, you know, making your own good quality food. 
So I've been messing around with making these nachos with like a vegan cheese. And so it's like cashew cheese all over it and a little bit of spice. So I would have to say my vegan nacho dish. Is that sounds vegan. delicious. You need to send me the cashew cheese. Like I definitely need to check this out. It's Love so it. good. In fact, I think, you know, the person who um, shared all of this with Was me. Was it Lauren? Yes, Chef Lauren, and she's become part of our group as one of the um, partners, and she comes in and helps share these healthy living strategies with our with our team as a bonus for our group. Uh, And they don't even have to hire her that day, right? So I hire her, come on in, and she shares with them. So it's really awesome. That's and you did a cooking class once too, right? That looked really cool. Didn't you do something like that? Yeah. So she comes in every quarter and she um, teaches a different cooking technique. So relative to, you know, more of the um, chemical free, processed free, you know, uh, vegan ish lifestyle. Right. And she's so into the food and the colors and I just love it. I fall in love with everything that she does. And, um, and I hired her as my personal coach cause I was really moving from, you know, a healthy lifestyle to a really healthy lifestyle. Right. And, uh, and she's wonderful. So I'm like, can I hire you for my team too? So. <laughs> That's awesome. What a nice yeah. story. Yeah. So cool. Okay. So if you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? It would definitely be yoga pants. Sounds great. <laughs> I love yoga pants. Yoga pants. What what else would you wear with that? And something off the shoulder, (laughs) probably a sports bra because I just, I love getting upside down and I would want to just go somewhere and get upside down. And that would be the easiest way to do it. That's hilarious. I love it. And then would you do shoes or would you be barefoot? I probably would do like flip-flops and if I needed to, or just be barefoot. I like it. Super (laughs) cute. Awesome. Okay. What's a bucket place you've never been that you want to go? And what is your favorite place you've ever traveled? Sedona. I've never been to Sedona. I would love to do a yoga retreat or some kind of meditation or spiritual retreat out in Sedona. Really get connected and, and reaffirmed and just in with nature. I think that would be amazing. So cool. um, you see the, the, the beautiful breeze behind me here? Yeah. <laughs> we can close those if we need to. Nice. Um, and so where have I been that I really enjoy? There's this place called Castle Rock. I want to say it's in Gloucester or Portsmouth, somewhere on the coast. I just love it. I just climb to the big, the top of this rock and I, you know, do some just sitting with some hot tea or something, looking out over at the ocean. It's absolutely beautiful, calming. And I, I, I can't wait to get back there. Sounds amazing. And this is like a beautiful time of year to go there. I feel like right. Like fall. Yeah. yeah we got to yeah. check that out. I got to Have you that. ever been there? I don't think that I have. Oh my gosh. It's don't, I mean, pregnancy may make it challenging. I don't right. know how. You know. <laughs> Climbing on rocks, probably not right now, but it's fine. <laughs> Afterwards it's though, I will check it out. Yeah. I can't look from afar though. I'm like, go for exactly. Yeah. I'll send you a picture. It's amazing. Awesome. Please do. Okay. And then final question. If you could spend a day with somebody you've never met dead or alive, who would you choose and why? I guess probably my grandmother. Yeah. I was very, very close to my grandmother. In fact, her name's Ella and my daughter is named Ella. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. But it has to be somebody you've never met dead or alive. Oh, never met. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's never met. 
maybe Robin Sharma or a Lewis house or someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just to kind of like be with people who are thinking about purpose, who are thinking about bigger delivery, who are thinking about how to collaborate at levels that really reach um, and shift cultures in such an extraordinary way. So folks like those. Love it. So inspired because they're, they're transforming lots of people, not just one, right? Which I think is exactly what you're doing in your world. So cool, Dawn. This has been so much fun. Thank you for coming on today. So can you share with us again how to follow you on socials and get in touch? All right. Thank you so much, Jackie. I appreciate you. So share with us how we can get in touch. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm on LinkedIn every day. Uh, you can find me in the Tribe of Excellence Facebook community, uh, my personal Facebook group, which is a page rather. Excellence and Analytics is our website. And um, Don Reby at podia.com or donreby.podia.com uh, is our- in the blog. Don't worry. We'll put the right, correct Because I don't remember it. If <laughs> Caroline were here, she'd be typing it in for me. Because that's what usually happens. I usually mess it up. And she's like, this is what it is. That's <laughs> why you have team members to remember totally. things we're not great with, right? It's totally fine. Exactly. And we're so. on Instagram now too, which is, uh, we just started on Instagram uh, a little while ago. And so, um, so we're on there as well. So you can find us in a bunch of different ways or a simple email at, to dawn at- excellenceinanalytics.com will get you right directly in touch with me. Perfect. Thank you so much, Don. It's been so fun. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in to Becoming Next On Scene and stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.